up world it's your past first point guard and trailblazer reporter mike richmond we're listening to another episode of locked on blazers part of the locked on podcast network available wherever you get podcasts and also on youtube thanks for making this show your first listen coming at you monday through friday every single weekday so make it a part of your daily routine tell your friends to do the same it's locked on blazers your team every day in today's show the blazers have a television mess a cable catastrophe is not the right word but they got a mess on their hands and the burden of that mess is being passed on to you dear blazer fan there's issues have fallen on your bank account some of those issues are the blazers own creation and they deserve criticism for Some of those issues are the larger dying market of regional sports networks that are in some ways inescapable and certainly inescapable if you sign a four-year contract starting in 2021. So in today's show, I want to unpack how the Blazers got into this mess, why it's so dang hard to watch this team two weeks before the season starts. It is getting more difficult to watch your favorite basketball team. That's not the direction you want things to go. Certainly not the direction, but the Blazers wanted things to go, judging by their public statements. Then I want to talk about the obvious solutions that are on the horizon, but they're not as close as we probably want. I mean, they they might be, but they're probably not as close as we want. And then I promise I got a basketball thing to close the show. I'll, I'll timestamp it if you really, if you want to skip the TV stuff and just go to basketball. We'll talk about Blazers play a preseason game against the Phoenix Suns. I want to talk a real basketball stuff at the end of the show. But let's, let's talk TV because this matters. If you're a fan... Um, especially in the local markets, it matters. Let's just, let's, let's, let's make this really clear up front. If you don't live in the Blazers market, television market, it's easy to watch the team. You buy league pass for 150 bucks. You get to watch their games with no commercials. You get to watch all the other NBA games. Blazers only have one national TV game this year. So, uh, you'll get to watch 81 of their games. So it, it's cool and you'll figure out the playoffs when you get there. But like there's an easy, straightforward streaming option for you if you don't live in the market. If you live in the market, it is increasingly more difficult and it is getting increasingly more difficult and it became even more so this week. You are listening to Thursday, October 12th show and earlier this week, Xfinity announced that they are moving, they are reducing the price of the basic cable package that they offer, of the sort of base cable package that they offer. And in doing so, they are moving select channels to, um, particularly sports channels, to other packages. This includes moving Root Sports to their, quote, ultimate package. Here's the problem costs a lot of money to broadcast regional regional sports networks so the xfinity agreement is relatively expensive their deal with root is relatively expensive and they've previously passed on that cost to a wide swath of the population but guess what a lot of folks just do not watch sports they do not watch sports your neighbors do not watch sports they do not watch the mariners they do not watch the portland trailblazers they're chilling they're watching love island they they are blissfully unaware of the damian lillard drama And so when Xfinity says you're paying seven extra dollars a month because of sports, many, many, many households on your street say, I don't want that. (laughs) People in your apartment complex, they don't want that, unfortunately. 
And so because of that seven extra dollars a month that's costing them, they're moving Root to a premium package that is a huge increase for folks, upwards of $35 a month. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an Xfinity customer. I'm using their internet. <laughs> I, will, I will get this, I will get this uh, podcast and video onto the web via, via the power of Xfinity. Um, so I know how to deal with these people. They, uh, the prices change. You call them and complain. You threaten them. You get a better deal. Um, so just what you have to do for now until the end of time is every time that they crazily jack up your rates, get on the phone six times until you find the right customer service representative who will only charge you an extra $9 a month and not 35 Yeah, that's simple. Just do that. You, got, you, got, you don't have a family or a job. You'll be all right. But the base cost to increase it is 37 more dollars, according to what I've read on the internet. It's a big jump. 37, 30 bucks more a month is too much money to watch the Blazers. That stinks. So the Blazers released the following statement. And let me tell you, this stinks too. The Blazers, and I quote, said... The sports broadcasting industry is rapidly evolving and like many sports teams, we are experiencing it in real time. Our goal is always to provide the best broadcast to the most fans we can. We were just made aware that Xfinity has moved Root Sports to a different package and are exploring solutions to help ease the transition and impact on our fans. We encourage fans to visit RootSports.com to check all providers in their area and to contact Xfinity to ensure their package includes Root Sports. I don't think those words mean anything. That's just a that's just a, a hollow PR statement. And you know what? It's what I'll, I'll translate the hollow PR for you. I've read a lot of PR statements from the Portland Trailblazers in my time. What it means is, boy, this sucks. <laughs> Why did they do this to us two weeks before the season starts? What can we even freaking do? Probably nothing. But moreover, they're passing the burden on to you. Call Xfinity and complain. Check your Root Sports package and complain. Find out other options. There's only two other options. Fubo and DirecTV. Those are the two places to stream. On the big streamers, if you are a YouTube TV subscriber, if you're a Hulu subscriber, uh, Root Sports not available and never going to be available on there. Yuck. (laughs) That stinks. Yuck. Here's the thing. Bad on Xfinity. It's not a good look for Root, although I think they're just kind of caught in the mess of like what a regional sports network is. And it stinks for the Blazers, although they're caught in the mess too. Trying to make it cheaper for consumers makes it expensive for other consumers. Capitalism at its finest, I guess. Is that how that works? I think the Blazers deserve some blame here. I don't want to talk about that in the second segment. I think Root Sports deserves, I, I, we won't even get into Root. I just think they're, they have not put very much money into the product. They don't have Blazer programming really beyond just the games. Um, the games are not broadcast in super high quality definition. Um, they're often broadcast in 720p in, in the year 2023. It's outrageous. It's outrageous to do that. That's just, um, you could buy a 4K TV and watch a Blazer game in 720p. That's great. That's great. I'm glad we got that. Um, Root seems like a a company not particularly invested in doing anything but getting 
the the game on in your home. Beyond the game on in your home, they don't seem super invested in getting any more any any more into that. That's a bad look for the Blazers. But this whole thing is an ecosystem that the Blazers are a part of that's unfortunate. Let's let's talk about the ecosystem. Let's talk about sort of how this works and why you're never watching this on YouTube TV. That's what we'll do in the second segment. First, let me tell you about FanDuel. Y'all, it's football season. It's not all bad. You can watch football pretty easy in your house. The NFL has it mostly figured out. Go get go get their packages. And then snap into the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action because you can get all these bonus bets. You make your bet, win or lose, you get bonus bets, and then you can just Go out there and have some fun because you'll have money to play with. Bet on things like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and get into the NFL season. That's FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. All right. Listen. The Blazers in June of 2021 announced a partnership with Root Sports. What they did then was make a choice. Uh, let me get full disclosure here before we get too deep into this. Uh, the Blazers were previously broadcast on a regional television network called uh, NBC Sports Northwest, and I was an employee there for some years. Um, I was a part-time employee. I did some work for NBC Sports Northwest. You saw me on regional TV. You you read me on the internet. Um, like, so when the when NBC Sports Northwest was dying, these were like my friends and colleagues losing their jobs. Uh, but I wasn't like I'm not like deeply in the in the bag for NBC Sports Northwest. They had plenty of issues, including hiring me, dummies. No, just kidding. I'm great. Um, but when the Blazers made the decision to switch switch to Root, they made a choice. They wanted to get on satellite. They wanted to be on Directv, and and Comcast could not strike a deal to get on satellite. It was a problem for a chameleon kajillion years. But they were on the big streamers. But they were in less households. And the Blazers prioritized with root just volume. Alaska, Idaho, more of Washington, more of Oregon. They were going to be available in more households. I am not enough of a business person to know whether that's a good plan or a bad plan or a stupid idea or whatever it might be. I can just tell you that was the choice they made. They prioritized volume, whatever that might be. Like I said, I don't. I, I, Root has not been in. Root has been largely bad at bringing you basketball games. The game's on. <laughs> you can watch the game in low def and low def, and then the game ends, and they they basically don't have other broadcasting. The Blazers have a uh, have a post game show, and that's that. Um, Portland or the Portland Trailblazers chose that pass path, right? And when they chose that path, it meant that Root was only going to be available on on Fubo and on Directv. Directv has a streaming product that's a little it's like just pretty expensive. That's that's the, that's the knock on it. Um, Fubo is uh, expensive for what it is, from what I've heard. But I mostly hear people don't um, if they're if they're using it to watch the Blazer games. My friends who have used it have no have no had no specific beef with with Fubo. If you do, sure. But you might be saying. Okay, well, just get on. I don't give. A, I don't care about Root's problems, Michael. I don't care about it. Just like get him. Get you call me Michael because you're like someone who knew me when I was ten. Uh, but you're saying get on YouTube TV. Just get on Hulu. Like let's let make it happen. 
here's the problem. Not only does Root not want to invest very much money in the regional sports network um, broadcasting you Blazer games, nobody on any end of the transaction wants to spend any money on regional sports networks because they're dying. It's straight up murdering Major League Baseball. It is um, it is a problem across many, many markets here in, 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 in the NBA world. Nobody wants to spend money. YouTube TV is not going to pony up the broadcast rights to put Root Sports on your TV because it's too expensive. The same way that Xfinity doesn't want to pass the buck along to the um, to consumers that aren't interested in it, YouTube is making the same decision, just like on a, a larger scale, right? Like Xfinity says, sorry, Root is an ultimate package program. Like that's that's going to cost you a whole bunch more money. And YouTube says, we don't even, there is, there is no... There are just straight up not enough people in Portland, Oregon for this to for this bet to pay off. There's probably not enough people in Seattle and Portland, period, for it to pay off with the Mariners and the and the Trailblazers. Hulu the same way. They are not interested in investing in regional sports. This is not a Portland Trailblazers thing. This is an every local market thing. Everywhere. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the of the Colorado Rockies, which is a weird thing to be because they're an awful baseball team, but like their regional broadcast is dying. Uh, Bally Sports went bankrupt and it, all across the sports world fall, it, it is feeling the fallout of what, what comes from that. Um, this, that's, that is just the ecosystem the Blazers are in. They're in a world where folks don't, nobody wants to spend money on regional sports networks. So it's not coming to YouTube TV. It's not coming to Hulu because no one... Root's not going to lower the price just to get it there because it's not worth it to them. They just want you to go subscribe to cable. Th- that's their bet, right? They've already, they've struck their deal with Xfinity. They've struck their deal with the Trailblazers. They're good, right? They don't need to, th- there's no nor- mo- more, no more negotiating than they need to, to get in on. YouTube TV in the other direction has no, has no incentive to do it. It's just not going to happen. The Blazers briefly had a deal with a streaming service called Ivaca, but it was venture capitalist funded and it died. Mid-season last year, it died. It's another sort of, quote-unquote, outside-the-box strategy the Blazers have. You know, they've gone to this network that's owned, Root is owned, uh, I think, 51% by the Mariners or 50% by the Mariners. Like, they're they're a major a major player in the ownership of it. And perhaps teams owning their own broadcasts is the way to go because it's the obvious future and two teams in the NBA are already there. This is the solution. The Blazers deal with Root Sports runs through 24-25. It might cost you an outrageous sum of money to to watch it on on cable or um you know let's let's just let's be clear here you can watch it illegally with a little bit of craft. <laughs> if you're a, if you're kind of good at the internet like I moved I moved far away from my beloved North Carolina Tar Heels when I was a teenager and I learned how to watch stuff illegally on the internet and now I'm it's 20 years later and I can still do that. You can too, but the ease of turning on your television and watching TV is better than the hunting hunting for illegal streams, better than sailing the sailing the seas. It's just a better user experience. And so until the end of the 24-25 season, when the Blazers contract with Root runs out, they're probably stuck in this mess. I mean, they could break it. Maybe this maybe this situation causes them to break their deal and they'll pay to get out of it or whatever. It's not like the Allen estate is hurting for cash. They could do this if they want to. So it might be all of this season and all of next where this is difficult to watch your favorite team. But the solution is obvious and it's standing right there. It's 
just just look in the, the beautiful mountainous region of the western United States where I take you now to Salt Lake City, Utah, where the Jazz have it figured out. They no longer on a regional sports network. They are broadcasting the games over the air, which means if you have an antenna, you can watch every non-national broadcast game in your home, like at bunny ears. They're not bunny ears. They're usually like a, they're like an oval now, like a, a rectangle with rounded edges. That's probably what oval is. Uh, but they're like, they're a square type shape. They're no longer bunny ears, but you can get bunny ears if you want. And you can watch the jazz for free. If you're in the, if in the market area, you can watch it for free with an antenna. And the national TV games, you'll have to figure that out. And if you want them on cable, they're also broadcast on cable because if you, they're, they're being run through local television affiliates. And then, if you are not someone who has an antenna and not a cable subscriber, there is, because like maybe you don't want to do the antenna thing for the jazz games and then watch your TNT games, right? Like people are going to, it's ease for consumers, right? It's ease. They're going to go with one strategy, right? Uh, many folks my age probably have 17 remotes in their in their living rooms to switch between all their devices. I know the game. But like, ease. And they direct con consumer streaming product from the Utah Jazz called Jazz Plus is ease. The Jazz have it figured out. You can get Jazz Plus annual subscription for $125.50. It comes with two tickets to a Jazz game, a Jazz shirt, a Jazz hat, and you can watch the games. That means you get swag, you get to go to a game. That's probably like 100 bucks right there, right? It's probably like about $100 worth of value, roughly. We'll call it $80 worth of value. And then you get to watch all of the games on a streaming to your device directly from Jazz Plus including the preseason games. That's the solution. The, the Phoenix Suns are doing something similar. They don't have this Jazz Plus yet. They don't have Suns Plus yet. But they are sending their games over the air faux free and then also because it'll be broadcast by their Arizona family channel then there's your natural cable subscribers already have it so you don't have to you, it'll just be there. It's not a premium channel. It's not going to be bumped up to the ultimate package. It's for free. It's free. It's in more households. And the bet from the Suns was that you can always make the money back in merch. You're incredibly exciting in ticket sales because that's how you actually make your money is season ticket renewals. Get people excited because they can watch the games. They'll come to the games. They'll want to come to more games. You can make money on the back end by being in more households. That's the belief. That's the bet. And then you can sell them a direct-to-consumer streaming product. Simple enough. This is the solution. And to his credit, uh, Blazers president of on the business side, Dwayne Hankins, said that they are closely monitoring uh, what's going on in Phoenix and what's going on in Utah because that's a model that appeals to them, and particularly of the Jazz. Um, their Jazz have a heavy fan base, I'll say. Salt Lake City is a relatively isolated city. Um, it's like... There's not a lot of other, if, if you're into sports in the area, probably into the jazz. They were really good in the 90s. So your older siblings and family members are into them. Uh, like it, it, it's, they've, they're, they run deep in, in Utah. Like they've, they've got a, they've got very solid market penetration. Jazz have a sneaky, massive fan base. And with your, if you went within 150 miles of Salt Lake City, you can sign up for Jazz Plus, including Wyoming and Idaho. Bang. 
And if it works there, got to think it could work here in Portland, right? Similar, similar. I mean, we're not as geographically isolated as Salt Lake City. We're pretty close to a very large, very, very large uh, sister city in Seattle. But like, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, of the, of the major sports, of the major team sports, the Blazers are it, right? Um, as big as MLS is, it's not this. It doesn't have a TV package like this. They're on freaking Apple TV. This is the solution. This is the direct-to-consumer. This is a, a the team providing it plus free over the airways. This is the solution. This is where the Blazers will go. Um, I know for a fact that they considered before they re-upped with uh, NBC Sports Northwest probably eight years ago now, maybe a decade ago, but but roughly six or eight years ago, they considered, be, um, and I believe they're on the record discussing this with uh, with my colleague Joe Freeman, is that they considered a direct-to-consumer um, product. They, they, they looked into it. They just didn't want to be the first team to do it because what if it doesn't work and it flops and it's no good? They didn't want to be the team bringing you games on Facebook because it was like a different time in the internet. The streaming wars are way further along than 10 years ago. A direct-to-consumer product is the way. That's the path. Um, now it just stinks. There's no good way to watch the Blazers that isn't cheap. Um, you got to call your little brother and ask him how to how to pirate games. Um, it's just it's the Blazers screwed up because they went with a the root is not deeply invested in providing a solid product. The Blazers didn't screw up by just existing in the year 2023 when regional sport ne sports networks are dying and that the bigger players don't want to get involved. And then you have a company like, you know, whether it was Root or whatever, if it was NBC Sports, it'd be the same deal, right? Where it's just like, hey, no, you know, streamers are going to, you're going to get dropped or you're not on direct TV. You're in less households. You're harder to watch. It was going to be one thing or the other. It was going to cut one way or another. And regardless, no one wants to pay for regional sports networks, including you. You don't want to pay more money to watch the Blazers on the ultimate package from Xfinity. It's a mess. Maybe they'll figure it out sooner. Maybe you can get the right customer service person. But for now, I just wanted to walk through it. Um, I think the Blazers deserve some blame. I think Root deserves some blame. And I think just the biggest issue is the changing tide of how we watch and consume sports. There's a solution that's easy and out there and you want the Blazers in the summer of 2025 to bring that to you. That's just a long way away right now. That feels like a long way away. Okay, how about a real basketball thing? Blazers play a preseason game this evening. Um, you're listening to Thursday, October 12th show. They play tonight against the Phoenix Suns. Um, how about a real basketball thing? A real basketball thing. One thing the Blazers, I, I absolutely want to see the Blazers do that I would say looks like improvement, looks like a step in the right direction, or perhaps running in the right direction. Join me in the third segment. We'll talk about running. Still a pass, first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Lockdown Blazers. Okay, real basketball stuff. You made it. Preseason games for a team like the Blazers are important because they need to start building habits and get familiarity with one another. Build that continuity. Build that um, on-court familiarity that can allow them to grow and get better throughout the season. They're not a team that's going to be racing for the playoffs. Um, they're not a team that's, you know, obviously they're going to try to win games. <laughs> it's still the goal of all the ba of basketball teams that play. But, like, you know, they're not um, 
It's not a team worried about home court advantage or anything, right? It's not like win at all costs and then figure out what matters. What matters is development. What matters is getting the young guys better. What matters is 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 slowly taking steps in the right direction. And after a very, very clunky start to the preseason against the New Zealand Breakers, in which the Blazers starting group or top eight that played in that first half just looked bad on offense. They looked bad. They, they couldn't get it going. Here's one thing I want to see them do. I want to see them run this specific set. No, I'm just kidding. Um, how about just get out and run? Get out and run. All the whole talk of media day was how fast they were going to play. They're going to play so fast. And then at training camp, everyone's like, oh man, Scoot Anderson's so fast. He plays so fast. And then they get out in the first game we see them play against the New Zealand Breakers and they barely get out in transition. You know, there was that one great play where DeAndre Ayton got a block and triggered a triggered a fast break. And, and, and you know, Scoot gets out uh, and makes it happen with a push ahead. And, and, and they... Um, they moved it in transition a couple other times, but there were never, there were never just like, there weren't that sort of overwhelming push. Ball comes off the rim, push. Ball comes out of the, you know, even if you get it off of a make, you push the other way and you make teams get back. I'm probably going to harp on this all year long. The way to figure out if the Blazers are running or not is not going to be fast break points. So many of your friends and um, I'm sure my colleagues in the media are going to point to the fast break battle because it's in the box score. Literally paper box score. It's in the paper, the official NBA box score. You can get it after the game. You can look at the look at the box score. It's on your your websites, whatever. I did a lot of did a lot of brand dropping in the first couple segments. So no, uh, whatever, however you look at box scores, whatever major network you look at box scores on. Fast break points are going to be in there. Say, oh, well, the Bulls beat the Blazers uh, 21-18 in fast break points. There's your difference, minus three in fast break points. That is not a good measure of a team that runs. If you turn the ball over a bunch, the other team might run the other way. Um, you, No matter how fast you play off a make, it's not a fast break point. If the ball goes in, you cannot get fast break points. I want the Blazers to play fast. Some of those will be fast breaks. But I think what we I would like to see them do against Phoenix on Thursday evening, and this will be a thing that I consider a success and I consider um, them sort of playing the right way and playing the way that they've expressed very clearly that they want to play, is push it. Push it. Fast break points aren't going to be the thing that that is the key. They're going to be a byproduct of doing it all the time, getting across half court and getting into your sets. Running doesn't mean jacking up a shot in the first six seconds. It doesn't have to be seven seconds or less, right? But you need to be into your offense in the first five seconds of the shot clock. If you're not into your stuff, in the you know, if you're getting into your stuff with 14, 13, 12 on the clock because you walked it across half court or pressure defense made you turn your dribble four times, you're not running. You can run off made baskets. You can run off. You can move quickly and push pace off dead, you know, dead ball out of bounds. The 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 Blazers need to play with tempo. They don't necessarily need to run, but they need to play with tempo. They need to get into stuff faster. A lot of the stuff that they ran against New Zealand was like uh, they'd run against the Breakers rather. It's like they'd run an action 
and uh, it would get blown up and then they'd have, you know, then, then you're in the just play mode. Well, if you get into that sooner, first action gets blown up and you have 17 on the clock still. Just play mode has 17 full seconds. Drive, kick, drive, kick, drive, kick. You can get into it. If you get into that late and you're in the drive, kick, drive, kick, drive, kick with nine seconds left, you don't have four of those. You got one and you're easier to guard. If the Blazers are really going to be this team that breaks away from the shackles of Damian Lillard, you know, who just had one of the great offensive seasons anyone's ever had in the league. But like if, if they're going to be truly different, not to say like playing with tempo is worse, right? And like Dame's, Dame's way is the right way. Just like different. If they're going to be truly different, they got to go. They got to go. They got to get across midcourt. They got to get into stuff faster and crisper and with more urgency to get it. They don't need to shoot quicker, just urgency to get into what they're running quickly. You can do that with the pass on hit-ahead passes. I don't think they hit the ball ahead enough. Um, I think they, they the, both their guards, Scoot and Anfrey Simons, want to dribble across midcourt. Scoot, obviously, way, way more natural as, a, as someone who pushes the pace and he's a better passer than Ant. Like, he's the guy who can be the engine of a team that moves quickly. Ant um, will have to learn to be that, right? Like, he's he's not that naturally right now. He's pretty darn good on offense, though. Um, I think the key, the one key, the thing I'm going to really, really, really want to see them do is just get into stuff faster. That way you don't have to post up Jeremy Grant. What if you just hit it ahead to him early on the wing and he gets attack, gets to attack in semi-transition, and then if it's not there, you can put swing it back out and run a high pick and roll. Or the help has already come because Jeremy Grant does have a slight advantage, and then you can switch sides of the court, and now you're running your actions with a team already at a disadvantage. The way to win in the modern NBA is to get into the teeth of the defense, like you know, everyone wants to switch and keep you in front. You get past those switch and keep you in front actions because you move quickly. Either they can't switch or they can't keep you in front. And then you force teams into rotations. You force them to help, help the helper. Then when you swing off that, they're helping the helper, the helper, that like you, you force teams into defensive rotations. And the Blazers half-court offense looked clunky. And I think the way to fix that half-court clunky offense is to get into it with intention and with tempo much, much, much sooner. Get the ball across half court, get into what you want to do, and do it. And then when you do have chances to truly fast break, when you do block shots, when you do get a long rebound, when you do get a steal, go and run like hell and use your athleticism. They talked about it a lot. They want to be that. Thursday night is a great first step them to start to be to practice what they preach implement what they have spoken about okay guess what they're gonna play basketball game friday show i will talk about that basketball game come back and listen to that one five days a week wherever you get podcasts and also on youtube it's the only daily trailblazers podcast so if you're into it tell a friend about it tell a friend about it say hey i like this 30 minutes every day of the week every weekday and every weekday rather and uh i think you will too tell them about the show come back we'll keep doing them i appreciate you listening i'll talk to you soon